Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. Today we have a small taste, an appetizer, a short snippet of one of Jeremy's recent teachings covering the key point or key doctrine from that sermon. It's a short, easy to digest, and encouraging sample from a bigger lesson. We hope you enjoy it. Another criteria was orthodoxy. Okay? Orthodoxy. Do the teachings in the book harmonize with orthodoxy? What do they mean by orthodoxy? We, we want to know, right? By orthodoxy, they meant the teachings in the undisputed apostolic books, like Paul's 13 epistles, for example. Totally undisputed. So does the teachings in these books, do they adhere to the, book, the writings of Paul? Okay, for example. Um, and also, of course, the Old Testament. Um, and are they these books maintained in churches that were founded by apostles? That's an interesting one. They found that the churches that were uh, founded by, like, say, Paul, okay, like in, let's say, Colossae and the Lycus Valley or Gala the churches in Galatia and so forth, um, those churches had been founded by apostles, and their question was, well, are they? Do they think that? What do they think about this book? Okay. So no nobody here can just go, well, we think it's the book and we decide. Nobody does that. Okay, it's looking at everybody else and saying, well, well, we're all, we're all on the same page. Look at this. We all recognize this book. Or we, you know, only one little group recognizes this book. And so forth. So the teaching in this uh, case must be in accordance with the doctrine set forth in those undisputed apostolic writings, and it must be used in the churches that were founded by the apostles. The main tests of orthodoxy were twofold. Christology, or who Christ is, and salvation, okay, the salvation message in the book. So the main test in Christology was, do they teach that Jesus Christ came in the flesh? Because that's what they were up against at the time, the Docetists and the Gnostics who said no, okay? So that's why I read you the Colossians passage. That's why I mentioned the test in 1 John 4 too. The salvation test was, does the book present the death and the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth as a sole basis or ground for salvation? If it doesn't, it's not orthodox. We don't even consider it. I mean, if you can't get the gospel right, what else can you get right? And yet today we get people that can't get the gospel right. Satan's busy, right? Confusing things, confusing people. So first, apostolic. Second, antiquity. Third, orthodoxy. Compare it with other writings that have previously been accepted and are undisputed in their truth content. The third area, well, let's just mention some disputed books. There were some disputed books, like the Acts of Peter, or I mentioned earlier the Apocalypse of Peter. These were always disputed, and eventually it was like, nope, they're not, they're not apostolic. I mean, everybody universally agreed except maybe a few eccentrics here and there. There's always been eccentric people. I mean, do you know any? Okay. There's always some eccentric ideas in Christianity, too. I'd tell you some right now, but I don't want to hurt your feelings. Um, <laughs> that's supposed to be a joke. I'm just playing with you all, okay? I'm just, I, we want to have fun, too. Um, but there are. There are always some uh, weird ideas that get in Christianity. They're present every generation. Um, if I were you, what I would do is ask myself, am I holding to something that's maybe kind of weird? And then just 
you know, you may love it and think it's really true, but what I would do is I would like really evaluate that, really think that through and really study the scriptures and say, is that really right? And do I have enough grounds to say this is really right? And if you don't, you might back away from it, you know, and just hold it tentatively. And it'd be much safer. Okay? And, and, and definitely don't die on that hill, okay, with people. Okay, um, another criteria, the fourth criteria is Catholicity, which just means universality. Um, I know now that word Roman, you know, gets Roman attached to it. So Roman Catholic, which is kind of an oxymoron because Catholic means universal. Roman is particular. So particular, universal, those are kind of like a dialectic. They, they, they go head on with one another. Um, so I, I'm not sure about all that, but, but early on it just meant universal. Okay, like universal acceptance, widespread acceptance by all the, lo the local churches. So a work was, that was only accepted by, let's just say, a local church or a few local churches in a region was not likely to be accepted as canonical. The book needed universal recognition. Thank you for joining us today on Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. If you found the lesson insightful, please consider subscribing below so that you don't miss any additional teachings from Jeremy. And if you're looking for additional resources or additional formats, links are in the description below. But above all, we want you to be encouraged and exhorted by the very Word of God. We hope that Jeremy is opening it up to you in a way that makes it even more understandable than what you've known in the past. So until next time, take care.